You there! Have you seen The Prestige? Oh, cool, let's talk about it then. Welcome to Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> too much. Too funny. All right. Okay. Too, funny. too much. Bring it guys, down. Okay. I'll guys, we have to be less funny. Here, just like Maybe. a light one. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Guys, we have to take this seriously. It's super serious. Guys, this is my podcast. <laughs> oh, no. You guys. Welcome mm-hmm. to Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen. Uh, each episode, we will discuss a particular piece of popular art, in this case, movies, uh, through a series of randomly selected contexts drawn from our contextual chalice. Joining me this episode are a couple very good friends of mine. Uh, to my across from me, which is not a direction, I have uh, my good friend and co-host of the Hypotheticast, Mr. David Gutchie. Hey. Hey. David Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> and to my actual direction on the left, I've got uh, another a special guest joining us uh, this time around. Very excited to have him, an old friend of mine from way too long ago, uh, Mr. <laughs> Benjamin Bradley. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hi. 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 Okay, good. <laughs> so that's what that sound that's what he sounds like. Uh-huh. By that I mean Ben. That's what Ben sounds like. Right. So so when you hear that Whatever the fuck that was, you'll know it was Ben. Hey. <laughs> hey. This oh, is that's kind of confusing me now. I mean. Sorry. This is the ASMR episode that of was my thing. Contextual Deviance. Kringle tinkles. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's Jesus. the one for if you want to be uncomfortable <laughs> and hate yourself. <laughs> so do you guys want to get started on this? <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, let's, let's do one. Let's do it. Do it. David, would you like to draw first from our contextual challenge? I would love to. <sighs> I don't care for the way I'm saying mm-hmm. these all the time. No. no. Well, you got to do it different every time. Yeah, it's a, that's the rule. It's the rule. That's the rule. It's the all girl. right. I'm drawing a piece of paper. <laughs> oh. Which one is it? Read it, Christian. What would be the saddest ending possible for this movie? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, this is a pretty sad ending. Yeah, this All one's considered. This one's a downer. Now, here's what I'll say. One happy thing that this ending has is a little girl getting to hang out with her dad, mm-hmm. presumably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, I get one of the, her dads. One of her dads. <laughs> <laughs> she does have two uh, Fallon Borden dads. What is what is Which twin law? Kind of kind of works out nice. Because ultimately, like, no matter what, like, one of them is expendable. And the other one could just be like, I'm your dad. Wouldn't it be great to have <laughs> a spare <laughs> dad? <laughs> spare dad. Spare dad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> ben, spare dad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the kid's got to be the saddest ending. Like, if you can manipulate that. Like, <sighs> if Angier lived 
and then went on to raise that kid in a horrible fashion. Mm. That's a good place to start. Yeah, yeah, okay, so all right. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. How about this? So what you said, raises the kid, but he's so overcome, he's spent so much of his life overcome with rage and revenge yes. that now that he has succeeded in his vengeful goals and he has this child, he does not know what to do. <laughs> and so he leaves the kid in the care of like, like a sort of like meaning, well-meaning housekeeper, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but Who like can only do so well, right? Exactly, and she's growing up without a father, and her only father figure just does not pay attention to her at all <laughs> because he's like consumed with whatever you know, like revenge or getting his career back on track or whatever. Sure, but there's still an Alfred out there. There is still an Alfred. Yeah, I mean he would he would come for the kid. He absolutely would. So, so he has to die. So, yeah. Well, my theory is that, like, in a Liam Neeson kind of way, he goes after yes. Angier, but finds his dead little girl, but it's actually the clones of the dead little girl. So he oh, just sure. re- is yep. repeatedly what? <laughs> because he didn't know. Well, he bought back his machine. And yep. he's using it to clone the little girl <laughs> and mislead Cutter to many, many different and trails goes wh- which end with dead little girls, yeah. which are all the false dead little girl. Now, that's pretty sad. Now, <laughs> I, <laughs> All in all, we, we made it pretty sad. I want to follow you down the, ge- uh, the dead girl <laughs> rabbit hole. I really do. But first, I need you to justify for me why he would be cloning this little girl <laughs> and then just killing the clones <laughs> to mess with Cutter because that's yeah, all yeah. he knows how to do. No, yeah, I mean, all he knows how to do is make other people's lives it's just terrible. mess with Cutter. Yeah. Well, not that's Cutter, but like anyone. Like he yeah. messed with Borden for so long, and now Borden's like fine. So he's got to mess with somebody else. Yeah, I mean, Borden's continually going after and slowly realizing <laughs> that he can't save this little girl. I mean, or know, yeah, both. She's still alive. alive. He never knows if it's the clone. Or right. All right, all right. Here we go. Or how about this? How about this? He does do the thing where he clones the little girl, <laughs> but he's not doing it to fuck with Cutter or fuck with other people. He's doing it to convince Borden that the girl is dead, so he'll stop looking for her. Uh, and so then he can like move away with the girl. But sure. upon finding her dead body, Borden is so overcome with grief that he kills himself, and he oh. bleeds out on top of her corpse. Yeah, that, that, that's a that's, pretty that's sad, sad ending. This is <laughs> and then, and then... Having succeeded in his vengeful mission, mm-hmm. Angier, Algier still, Angier's? Angier. Angier still Angier. does not give a shit about this little girl. Correct. So she still grows up <laughs> to a loveless home. I actually, I think the way that he kills the little girl is by putting her in a cage and then <laughs> drawing away a, a, a sheet of some <laughs> kind, but it just like smashes. You know, it's oh, like a, like a no. human version of the dove oh, trick that oh. is repeated so many times. Oh, it's like a saw yeah. trap. Yeah, it's a saw trap. That's oh God! So this <laughs> is so so essentially what we've invented is like taken five and saw ten or whatever we're on with the taking it to the five. <laughs> Prestige two, saw five, or ten. I like Taken, and also Taken is there. <laughs> Mr. Taken from Taken is there. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. Can anyone top that? I think we can. We can probably I think. I think we can make yeah. it truly sad. Yeah, that, that, was, that's that's that was just like really violent <laughs> yeah, and no, brutal. That, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, right. But that's, more unfulfillment yeah. could be possible as well. I mean, we'd just be numb at that point. Yeah. After like two yeah. or three girls dying, you'd just be like, right. you're just like, just okay, going to well, keep killing yeah. her. Right. <laughs> it's just gonna <laughs> keep killing. You, you know what's yeah, gonna we, happen. We get it. I, I just don't or, care. Or okay, here's here's an idea. 
he tries to clone the little girl to do that whole thing. Mm-mm. Accidentally yep. kills her yep. in the process. That's more sad. Yep. But there is a clone. But the clone oh. is cloned from her dead body, so it's like what? this sort of like no. lifeless mute oh. little girl who can't like move. It's like a catatonic little girl who oh, then he's shit. like, "Do I do <laughs> right. I leave this little girl oh. for Borden to find, or do I take this little girl with me and have to raise her for the rest of her life like this, or do I just Ooh. cut and run?" Oh, like, and what <laughs> if because he's such a shit? He cuts and runs. He cuts and, and this runs. little catatonic girl sitting next to the corpse of herself <laughs> is sort of <laughs> left behind for people to find. Mm. And Borden continues his whole life mm. trying to find this little girl, believing that she's still alive and living a happy life, but mm-hmm. he never does. No. Or he probably comes close. There's probably a scene <laughs> of him like walking past the house or something, and she's inside and sees him but doesn't recognize him because she's a dead body but alive. Right. Yeah. And you know it's he's just always coming one one step away. Or he from finds her like that, like ten years later when she's like mm. sort of like twenty-ish, and, and has like, somehow lived. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like she's like me oh, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so, but she's been yeah, well, whatever. Maybe I don't know. The machine has kept her alive. <laughs> she so, eats electricity now. So shifting gears, I mean, really, the saddest possible thing in any movie that I can think of. Is when Michael Caine dies, or is in Jeopardy? Mm, that's true, or is if, even in Jeopardy. I mean, like, yeah, like that. Yeah. Children of Men. I didn't, I didn't care for anything else mm. other than when Michael Caine dies. Oof. That was the only thing that, in Children I of mean, Men that that tugged at your heart. That, yeah, like <laughs> mankind can go down in a firestorm, but Michael yeah. Caine, pull my finger when he dies. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> he pulled, he pulled your finger. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you say that one more time? <laughs> pull my finger, uh, Michael Caine. Pull my finger. <laughs> pull my <laughs> finger. Last words. Hashtag Michael Caine pulled my finger. <laughs> so in a scenario, I mean, what's a what's a sad scenario where what? Michael Caine well, suffers think, some, oh. well, some kind of harm? By your logic, any scenario where Michael Caine dies is a sad <laughs> one. So it's true. I mean, it's a pretty easy baseline. <laughs> Maybe uh, Algier. Algier. Angier? Angier. Angier. I mean, Algiers. <laughs> We're gonna be the country <laughs> yeah. of Algiers. We're going to be doing this all Algeria night. decides that he's he's going to stop doing the trick on himself and instead is going to do the trick on Michael Caine. <laughs> and so Michael Caine dies over and over and over and over, and there's a basement of Michael Caine's. By your logic, that is the the saddest, <laughs> the, the saddest the, possible that, thing. Yeah, no, that is the sad. Like that's when I implode yeah. personally. Because it's not one dead Michael Caine; it's hundreds, thousands, that's, perhaps, oh. all for money. For for <laughs> okay, you say for money, but for what? For money like, and what? for fame. What is the purpose <laughs> of this? Uh, I, it, magic. It's all about the, the look on their faces. Okay, but like, that's what he says. He, so you're he saying he's doing this for like a public performance? Yeah, okay. and they all come see, and they're like, "It's okay. the real transported old man." <laughs> he just Jay puts the word "old" in there, and then it works again. The real old transported man. <laughs> the real old transported old man. By the way, try to imagine this entire movie, but set in like the deep south. Ooh. It, it, oh, come stage. on up, see the real transported man. Yeah. Hey, you know what the best part of a trick is? It's the prestige. <laughs> that was the opening line to this movie. You know what the best part of a trick is? 
The Prestige. All right, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I did not memorize the screenplay. A trick's got a bunch of stuff in it. There's some stuff, and then there's The Prestige. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Michael Caine. Have a bird. (laughs) That's about it, right? Did I get it? I think, yeah, that's spot on. Yeah, I do have the script up, and yeah, that's it. I got it. I got it. (laughs) All right, do we do it? There's got, there's we, got, we imagine a lot of sadness. I mean, yeah, that's... We imagine a lot of death. <laughs> a lot of death, mostly. A, a lot, lot of death. death. Let's see if we can think of an, an ending that's as sad as possible where no one who Ooh. hasn't already died in the movie dies. Yeah, I like this. We we can't kill anyone, but we have to We make can't kill really anyone sad. that hasn't been killed yeah. already. You know what's kind of sad, like, in itself, but is actually part of the movie? <laughs> like, Scarlett Johansson just Ooh. is out. Yeah. Hanging out there. Like, yeah, she's I just mean, out. Yeah, she's just like left behind. Yeah, what did happen mm. to Scarlett Johansson in this she, movie? She, she said, like, hey, you are a bad person, Borden. I'm out. And then just went out. Like he, she just, And maybe, uh-huh. you know what, honestly, maybe she's she's the winner. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she, I mean, I like, guess. She's like, probably doing it out she's there. Probably she's probably living her life. She's yeah. getting good jobs, living assisting her life some other magicians. Right, living maybe, out. maybe it's a happy ending. Yeah, I, okay. For her, at least. For her, I guess. I think something that I can imagine that's very sad is... How there were there were two Bordens and or they were twins rather they were yeah. there weren't two of him, uh, and one of them reportedly loved Sarah the other one loved Olivia mm-hmm. the Scarlett Johansson's character. What if one of them hated his daughter and that was the one that oh. lived? Oh shit! And he ba- and yeah, he gave her up for adoption because it was he his was brother's like, daughter. No, exactly. Oh. It was never his to begin with, and he was like, oh, I never wanted kids. Stupid brother having a <laughs> Like and you know maybe may, uh, the family man hung, and the uh, the one that wanted no family and no strings lived and you know just kind of abandoned his daughter to living with uh, Michael Caine who eventually mm-hmm. d- experiences dementia right and, <laughs> but does not die ah. <laughs> just uh, just is in a very very feeble state uh, and cannot take care of a right, little he's girl a feeble yeah. old like, man yeah, in like the early seen, 1900s mm-hmm. they don't have good medical care oh I can just imagine a scene where he's like trying to do a trick and then he like is like is this your card and he's holding up like his driver's license and, there, and there, ah. she's like sure why is that <laughs> this is the <laughs> second time. That we've done this context, and the second time that it's been about an old person with their driver's license. That's <laughs> true. How is this happening? I don't know, but you know what? But it is very that, sad. That is a sad scene it's to very me. That sad. is the saddest scenario. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, so. I agree. That's a, really An sad. orphan girl being taken care of by a bad old magician. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing worse than that in the world. Uh. Yep. Yeah. All right. You guys, we did it. That wins. The saddest we ending. All right. So to, to recap the saddest <laughs> ending of The Prestige, David, can you summarize the saddest ending for us? Essentially, it's just an old man trying to do magic in front of an orphan. Uh, and also, Borden runs away. Uh, Who is orphaned because... Orphaned because Borden decided that he didn't love her. <laughs> well, the, the Borden that lived was the one that didn't care about being a family. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Whew, that is rough. That's That's brutal. It's more brutal, surprisingly, than hundreds of dead Michael Caines <laughs> it's or hundreds of dead little girls. Well, that to one's the general still pretty public. rough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not okay with me, you guys. <laughs> For me, no. Be- ben has made his selection very clear. <laughs> no, uh, a slowly decaying Michael Caine is really sad. That is, yeah. Like trying to tend to someone mm-hmm. else. Because yeah, he's still, rough. like, so much goodness. 
so, trying so hard. to care for somebody yeah. else. He's probably like blind too. Like <laughs> he probably can't see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, you ready for uh, context number two? Let's do it. Yeah, Dad. Yeah, give it to me, baby. Ben, you're going to draw this one. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Marxist economics. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, Let God. me get. These are harder. <laughs> Let me go dust <laughs> off my <laughs> textbook here. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll, 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 we'll get this. It's, it, it, it can't be that hard. It can't be that hard. Uh, so. Who is the bourgeoisie? <laughs> uh, ooh. I mean, I think that the class dynamic in this is the showmanship. Okay. Uh, it's mm. Algier. Al- damn it, Angier. The great Danton is like the performer, the the richer, the one that gets the better theaters, and the professor, the uh, Borden's character, is very lowly. He has the best tricks, but he's very blue collar. Like he's. Yeah, scraping by. He's got a wife and a kid. He's trying to do catching bullets in like weird bars and getting shot. Like he's really struggling to make it work while this other privileged person is Mm -hmm. doing essentially what are worse tricks, but for more money. Mm -hmm. Classic economic uh, injustice, I would say. I I think that's Uh, that's that's one way that this this movie could then Borden would overthrow the proletariat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. By uh, by outnumbering as, as him yeah. literally, yeah. <laughs> oh there's two of him yes. oh and there's God. one. It, yeah, yeah. holy got, shit, this has actually yeah. got more legs when, than I thought. And when the the cushy, uh <laughs> the oh upper God. class decides to try to just print more of something, just like make more wealth by just duplicating, doesn't work out so well, does it? Cushy, <laughs> cushy. Um, Cushy's well, not a thing. No, I was Cushy, maybe. No, I was going to just let it keep happening though okay. because you you've made it a <laughs> thing now. You've spoken it into existence. Uh no, but it makes sense because also Angier has a lot of economic advantages uh mm-hmm. by the time he finds success, which is he's only really able to find his greatest success by going to America, which is an expensive trip, mm. yeah. <laughs> going to uh-huh. a, a mountain resort, meeting Nikola Tesla, one of the world's <laughs> most like yeah. well-known inventors. It's impossible to get a meeting with. Exactly. <laughs> and then getting him to build a custom, really <laughs> elaborate and almost laughably impossible yeah. machine. Cost is no object. I think exactly. he says that. Yeah. In a in one of the scenes he's like I don't care how much it costs it doesn't matter. I have enough money for it. And anything. he's able to transport it then back mm. across the sea. That's yeah. a huge fucking machine. It is. I mean, this is a guy a who has a lot of money. Just a point. I mean, you got to give credit for the box. Right, he yeah, he wraps cool. that up in a good package at yeah. least to transport her. Yeah, no, so uh, iconic. Let's not right. go overboard here. <laughs> no, the wood, the wood and metal, <laughs> the aesthetics of it, fantastic. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna decry yeah. anything. And let's be honest, Tesla in this movie can get it. He can just get it. Tesla can get it. You guys, <laughs> um, that's just a thing I have right. to, with David Bowie. But what matters is, what were we talking about? Well, Marxist economics. Yeah, and so so how does the is this movie Marxist in the way that it turns out? It, it certainly ends in a sort of chaotic fashion. Yeah. It, it, maybe it's realistically Marxist maybe. in the way that there's an attempt to overthrow and perhaps it doesn't go so well. Or the ruling class sort of implodes upon itself. 
Yeah. Well, there's a certain hubris to there's a certain hubris hubris mm-hmm. to the uh, to the Christian Bales. Uh, <laughs> if we're if we're considering them as the proletariat in this situation, and let's <laughs> their goal isn't necessarily to like overthrow the rich and sort of like make everything equal they want right. to be dominant they want to be on top mm, yeah, yeah it's all true. about yeah. competition right. right so it's all yeah, about scrabbling that. for the best for them yeah whereas and it even says at the end it's for money right or fuck why well, did he say it at the well, end? uh angier no uh fucking because uh, angier said it was for the looks it was on for their the faces. looks on their faces but yeah. i thought yeah. did the admiration of the people exactly was was uh <laughs> that's very good what was did christian bale's character say there was a reason no okay i'm assuming, I, well, I always no, hated I mean, you i'm pretty sure the exact quote is i always hated your wife and i killed her by tying a bad knot <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's what it was it was a prank it was a prank it was a goof it was just a it goof. Was for a goof it was a long time goof <laughs> you know sometimes uh, a goof pays off sometimes it doesn't yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Hey, honestly, what like what was it though? I don't know. Did a quick check in. Why did Borden end up killing Angier besides just because well, he was because he, he hated him? Oh, after he let, so long. let his brother die. Ah, uh, that was a thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, for family. That part. Yeah, no, well, my, family. no, my my <laughs> question was less. You killed why. my joke. <laughs> That's my best <laughs> trick, you bastard. That's <laughs> true. Oh, and my brother, but still, and my, my brother, longest my running goof. <laughs> um, of all my goofs, yeah. I spent <laughs> decades. Decades on that goof. <laughs> I like the idea that Borden was just trying to do goofs <laughs> while Angier was trying to do real magic. Real goof magic. Uh, I um, I was more interested in why he was doing the magic to begin with. Because, uh, like, obviously yeah. Angier, from the outside, it's clear that they would think that he's doing it for riches and fame, but he right. says he's doing it for the looks on the audience's faces. Yeah. Whereas Borden is clearly trying to scrape together money. He's trying right. to undercut any of Angier's success. Mm-hmm. He's trying to come out on top, which is a very capitalistic idea yeah, of whoever works the hardest ends up winning. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very much about like undercutting the competition and succeeding where they fail. So in that sense, it might be easier to say that it's more of like a, a failed Marxist critique. Yeah. yeah. Or like Marxism. Well, it's a Marxist critique in the sense that neither of them get a good ending. Yeah. Right. Like they're they're both in shit at yeah. the end of this movie yeah. because they tried two models that weren't Marxism and, did, and they didn't work. Well, and if you take them both as the proletariat in the beginning, Ooh. they're both uprising. Yeah. It would just be a constant feud between the two of them, mm. and no one oh, comes out on top. Uh, they just yeah. Implode. On yeah. Themselves. Or or the alternate, they're both the bourgeoisie. They're just different representations of it from the yeah. more like showy glitzy rich everyone yeah. knows who they are and then the more shadowy underbelly of like wanting to be more rich and, and doing whatever it yeah. takes yeah so it's the um, showmanship on one hand and the desperation for financial gain on the other mm-hmm. and, and neither then, of those lead to good no and yeah. there's a lot of collateral mm-hmm. damage in between which i guess could be this movie's way of saying <laughs> that capitalism ultimately destroys exactly lives and who <laughs> <laughs> who was the most? Who helped everyone in this movie? Who helped everyone in this who movie? Who helped everyone in this movie? Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. What? Who no, got the happiest ending in this movie? Opted out. Said, "You know what? You're all bad people. I'm getting out of here." Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. The real proletariat. Michael Caine 
is doing magic tricks for a little girl at the end of the movie. That's having true. Having a, a grand old time. That's true. Killing birds, <laughs> making them come back. Getting his hands dirty. Because you got to get your hands dirty <laughs> yeah. in the factory. You know? Yeah, it's true. Day you day. do got to get your hands dirty. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think Michael Caine and the little girl. Yeah. They definitely uh, uh, Scarlett are. Scarlett Johansson you know, probably, yeah, she yeah. probably gets out of yeah. penis. Yeah. But either way, the people that win are ultimately the people that weren't really over, they weren't the ambitious. Yeah. Overextendy sort of people. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes. I think, yeah. I think, uh, yes, I think we've wrapped it here. Okay, 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 okay. Here, because <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, she helps everybody. She gets used and abused Ugh. by both sides of yeah. the capitalist mm. dictum, <clears throat> and there's all this collateral damage. And the only way she comes out unscathed, the only way she is able to survive and prosper on her own is by rejecting the capitalist system altogether and walking yeah, away. Yes. She opts out. She opts out. She doesn't try to fight it from the inside. She doesn't try to change it like everybody else is doing. She just gets out of there. Hey. Yeah. I feel good about this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, good. wow, I feel like we wrapped that one up pretty succinctly. Yeah, I don't think there's any Compared other. to a lot of these other ones. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson, the Marxist hero of the prestige. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wonderful essay title. Please write that. I I won't. That's okay. Uh, maybe just Scarlett Johansson, the Marxist hero. Yes. <laughs> just like leave it at that because that's go. better clickbait. It's, yeah, that sounds true. really that's good. Much better clickbait. But I put of the prestige in like the subheading that like only shows up <laughs> after you've clicked the link, or after you s- that you hover over the image of Scarlett Johansson. And it says of the prestige. <laughs> that's, that's the only way you can know that you're talking about the movie prestige. Marxists hate her. Click here <laughs> to find out why. <laughs> Just kidding. They love her. She's the Marxist hero of <laughs> the prestige. It's a really long headline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Marxists hate her is not a great way to like no. get somebody to click on your ad, <laughs> I don't think. Well, that depends where you it put tends, the ad. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, exactly. That's probably true. Yeah, there are plenty of websites that would love that. State by state. We'll true. Run this <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you do all right, market. it's all about that's, the data. <laughs> all right, who wants to do, who wants to pull out, who wants to pull out context number three? I guess it's me. I guess it's you. I guess it's me. Globalists! Sorry, let me Whoa, whoa. Yeah, what? <laughs> Globalists! This movie is pointing to a huge real-world conspiracy. What is it? Oh. Oh, shit. Uh, well, okay. First idea. Who... The the idea that the Tesla machine exists and that there are multiple copies of the same person in the world has to be some sort of underground, gray aliens, lizard people sort of jam with world leaders. Or maybe that Osama is still alive <laughs> and oh, that shit. he's posing as uh, someone mm-hmm. taking care of a rich person with a curled up mustache and we don't recognize him. That could be an option. That's one. That's one. That's one. Just that Osama and Saddam so are, you are saying, still out there. Well, this was made in 2006. So <laughs> at that point, Osama was still <laughs> he out was there. still out there. And w- yeah. Saddam? And Saddam was maybe also still. Yeah, I don't actually, remember when he got he caught. he was also still. Uh, Remember when he around died? Then. Yeah, it would have been pretty close. Yeah, maybe that year so. or the next. Well, so <laughs> maybe. So it's more just a statement of fact at that point. Yeah, <laughs> a conspiracy that that they these people but then that again, are alive. All conspiracies so are facts. Um, mm-hmm. Ben, can you spot any of the hidden clues pointing to a larger uh, evil globalist agenda in this film?
No, no, I can't at all. <laughs> no, I mean, bitch. what I immediately jumped to is just uh, Edison and Tesla, the Edison Tesla feud, okay. like okay. something. Yeah, I mean, to go yeah. kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. like you can you can dig there. There's something like we don't need these grid systems. Let's just shoot electricity through the air. Yeah. Oh, is it like yeah. an anti-electricity thing? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. Like, electricity yeah. is. Oh, the electrical grid is creating clones of everyone that oh. will eventually be used to create armies which are going to take mm-hmm. over all the countries on the earth on behalf of the UN and create a global one world government taken over by the lizard people <laughs> using our clones as a slave labor force and killing all of the originals. It's all about the grid. So really we have to get off the grid. Yeah, Tesla style, baby. So that's one. I mean, that's, that was that exactly is, what I was thinking. That's almost Thank like you. too obvious. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a little that's on the nose. A little if bit. I may. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I feel Alex like I feel like that. Christopher Nolan's a little bit more subtle than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. he definitely believes that, but he also <laughs> oh, had sure, other sure. conspiracies sure. hidden within the many wrinkles of the prison. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. I think. I mean, just the reality that each one of us is living a double life. We have two people living one life. Just all around the world. <laughs> all around the world. Nobody wants to admit it. I got another Ben right upstairs. <laughs> just ready to pop out at any time. Okay. What does pop out? And mean? I've noticed when you say I love you, I know <laughs> when it's a real I love you or the fake. Oh, fuck. Too much? No. <laughs> does does that does that whole bit about knowing when he's lying and when he's not and like all these sort of like secret tells that they can all pick up on when there's like a real trick and when it's the whatever mm-hmm. are they hinting at mind control powers or puppet government yeah puppet government yeah, maybe pretty, yeah something like that mind well, control yeah, puppet definitely <laughs> it's yeah. pre- I'm pretty sure it's definitely mind control puppet yeah, government. yeah 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 the old yeah, MCPG oh 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 Oh, yeah, um, the monkey conspiracy. Hey, if there's a monkey hey. conspiracy, we'll find it. And we'll bring it to your attention. <laughs> We're InfoWars. Um, so, speaking of monkey conspiracies, bird conspiracy. <laughs> bird conspiracy. <laughs> Tell so, me more. This film, <clears throat> this film repeatedly murders birds. Yep. Totally understandable. Birder. Birder. <laughs> <laughs> Use the correct term. Sure, sure. Birder. Birder. It birders birds. <laughs> oh fuck me! All right. Uh, no, keep going. But so they kill. They kill all these birds. But yeah. then there's always a second bird of an identical mm-hmm. type ready to go. Mm-hmm. I posit that this movie is saying that we need to overthrow the bird government because <laughs> it's we got to take them all out at once. Because you take out one bird. Another bird pops mm, up, takes its place. Up. That's you a good metaphor. You yeah. need uh-huh. to be able to get rid of the birds, and they'll they'll like they'll pretend that they got rid of the birds. The oh, bird yeah. government. They'll yeah. pretend that they're gone when they pull the the fucking blanket away, and there's mm-hmm. no bird there's in no the cage. Bird. Look, we drained the swamp. Look, there's no. <laughs> mo- <laughs> the bird swamp. <laughs> the bird. <laughs> we the, where birds live. <laughs> the, bird the swamp. <laughs> swimming around with their little wings. Those birds in their s- weird swamp. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> that weird that weird bird swamp we all <laughs> know and love. <laughs> oh fuck me. So yeah, b- uh, bird government, one wor- one bird yeah. government. <laughs> one bird government. That's that's pretty good. Uh-huh. I think and also you could just sort of embrace the like general uh the, there's more going on behind the scenes under the stage 
than we know as the audience sure. uh, and that it's all sort of everybody's fighting with each other and there's all sorts of evil mm-hmm. going on but but what we see is all of this benevolence and all of these smiling faces all that the are entertainment doing harmless magic but really the drone strikes are happening oh <laughs> shit power just, uh, you know exactly right and, we, and, and it's right it's right yeah. there but all of all we see is a big show yeah lots of lights big show how do the feminists fit into this <laughs> what I just feel like the feminists and the SJWs are oh, out oh to God. get us all. <laughs> That's what you guys were thinking too, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's you. You know, you read my mind. I just mean, I mean, like, look at look at the facts. All the <laughs> driving the- impetus in this movie: a woman tells a guy, <laughs> a woman <laughs> tells a guy that he can tie whatever knot he wants, and then she dies. And the other guy blames the guy, but not her. And then, <laughs> and then, and then there's another girl, and he tells her, like, you're my girl, but you should go pretend to be his girl. But she, <laughs> she goes and she is his girl. <laughs> and she goes back and is like, I'm pretending to be his girl, but I'm actually your girl. And that causes a whole nother problem. And there's a girl there who's like, Who's like? Who's like? She's just a normal girl. She makes a baby. Who is a she little? Makes a baby. She, she makes, makes a baby. She makes as girl do. She make as little girl. girl she make little girl, and then that girl is. But that's not important. Little girl, fine. She ain't grow up to be girl yet. <laughs> I like that you're losing words as you become hang, this character. Hang on. <laughs> Whoa. No, I mean literally, she hangs herself. That girl that's hang, true. and that cause that cause other girl. Get runway. Mm-hmm. She run away. Mm. Get, and get run, runway. And when runway. she runs away, all the guys they fight each other. Yeah. So femin- feminine caused all the problems is what you're saying. So I'm saying fem- yeah. feminists. <laughs> Ethics and prestige journalism. Yeah. <laughs> Magic gate. Magic can we gate. can we do that? <sighs> guys, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I feel I feel real bad about that. <laughs> It's a real conspiracy, you guys. Yeah. Right? We need to take well, but this mostly seriously. it is. It is yeah. real. I, I'm, yeah. sick of, I'm sick of these <laughs> jokes. <laughs> we need to talk about the prestige. <laughs> All right. So the electrical, gli- bl- 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 the electrical grid is mm-hmm. uh, cloning, yep. cloning we got us. That. Yeah. We got uh, one bird government. Mm-hmm. Yep. One pops we got the power struggles behind the power scenes. Struggles behind the scenes. Yeah. Always happening. Lots of death, but we don't see any. We've got human doubles all around the world. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, mind control. Yep. Uh, and feminists. And <laughs> As was clearly. <laughs> Wait, is feminists the conspiracy? <laughs> is, David, what, I could. I just. I, David, I'm not need to be woke enough to know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> I don't. David, you sleep. I sleep. Woke, I slept. Be woke now. <laughs> Get woke. No, sorry. M slept. No. M slept. No. <laughs> Johnny's kill. <laughs> uh, so that was weird. There was a lot of stuff. This is a lot of weird. It went places. Yeah, it sure did. But oh, and that one's always fun. I like, I like that, that one. We've yeah. only done it two times, but I like that. Have one we done it another time? I'm pretty sure. I don't think we have. Wait, really? Yeah, no. I Actually, think that's the first one. <laughs> yeah. You just dreamed that. I know because yeah, every yeah, every I episode, <laughs> I kind of hope it's gonna come up. <laughs> yeah. Just it's, because I love tapping great, into that yeah. just complete insanity and mm. you know. And revealing the truth. I think mainly <laughs> I that's my 
personal context when I watch movies is how are these pointing to the shadow government? I want to yeah. find the truth, the truth in all these movies. So sweaty. The mind and the body <laughs> and the truth. <laughs> context number four. Uh, hey. hey. I'm going to draw it. Uh, draw it from the contextual chalice. Paper, 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 paper. Paper, 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 paper. Oh, fuck. This is going to be... Guys, this is hard mode. Yes. It's the last one. We're warmed up. You have to explain this movie to aliens. Oh, hell yeah. This is... Oh, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, guys. Okay. Earth has lots of cool cloning stuff and always has. We're really good at cloning. That's going to be my opening line. Okay. We're really good at cloning. Hang on, hang on, hang on. (laughs) So your first step in <laughs> explaining this movie to aliens is flat out lying to them. Hell yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean aliens. I'm, I'm not being straight with them. I gotta play around <laughs> yeah. a little bit. See see where we're at, you know, play some games. We got the clones, okay? You step yeah, off. You stay away. We have Tesla. He's terrifying. <laughs> no, okay, so but but more more like basically. Aliens that let's let's lay some groundwork. What okay. do these aliens know about our planet? Um, anything? It's a good question. <sighs> I, I would mean, assume that they know they know that we're like humans. They know that because like they're coming and talking to us. Yeah. So clearly uh, they, they know they've landed. They've landed, right? right? They've they're landed. here. They or we're meeting on a like a Babylon Five sort of situation. Uh, that oh, makes yeah. it harder. <laughs> that would make it <laughs> <a lot> harder. <laughs> so but, uh, presumably aliens have a concept of a planet. I would hope so. So they would understand, so. like, you, you came yeah, from somewhere. You came somewhere, you came here. I mean, maybe they're just floating around in space. Why yeah, do they have to have know. a planet of their own? Interstellar aliens didn't have a planet. They were like, well, hey, well they're just swimming around. The interstellar just aliens swimming. were us. Exactly. Spoilers. Explain this movie to yourself. <laughs> bum bum. Womp. Inception. That was that. <laughs> <laughs> Just use Sorry. that for a soundboard. Yeah, Go I was it. I was okay. gonna respond, but I actually had to hiccup. So <laughs> that was the perfect response. I had to hiccup. So okay, so then, uh, then then they know that humans exist, and right. that that lays a good groundwork because most of this movie is just humans interacting. Yeah, there's not a lot. <laughs> we have to explain magic tricks, perhaps. Perhaps Ooh. aliens do not know about tricks, right? And how fun okay. they are, right? Yeah. So we might have to like do some demonstrations. Okay, talk about <laughs> card tricks. Be like, hey, is this your card? And they'll be like, no. And be like. And then they would maybe be suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like it's very risky because you you run up against like seeming crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you say, yeah, a lot of people get together and they all love being lied to, and right. they intentionally don't find out how the very obvious trick was done, it makes us seem stupid. Well, there's a way into that, like a backdoor way into that. If okay. you can explain to them like movies, if they can understand the concept oh. of a film, like a fictional movie then magic, I feel like magic tricks at least, would be easier to explain. <laughs> because it's like, Actually, it's just like, you're right, yeah. it's just like a stage version of that. Yeah. With like, so on our planet, we want to be tricked yeah. as often as possible. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good thing to say as an ambassador. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to another race. <laughs> Pretty they're, cool. like, they're like, Mr. President, we heard you like being tricked. <laughs> so that treaty we just signed was a yeah. fake. Ha <laughs> ha, it uh? was a magic. Did we get you? <laughs> the Prestige. <laughs> like in your human film. <laughs> the Prestige. Where is you, Jackman? <laughs> we will only deal with huge Jackman. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I like the angle of yeah. explaining movies. I mean, like, we like lies that tell the truth. 
to quote a, uh, I don't know who that was, who said that fiction is lies that tell the truth. Uh, was it Ursula K. Le Guin? Some writer that's don't, a woman. Don't bail him out on this. Let him figure it out. It was Mark Twain. It was Jules Verne. It was... Oh, it was Barack Obama. He got it. Oh, man. Oh, it was Barack Obama. Oh, man. Thank you, Barack Obama, for your service. <laughs> <laughs> to literature. <laughs> and thank you for listening. Thank you so much yeah. for listening, sir. We really appreciate the shout-out. Sir, thank you. If you could just tweet about us. <laughs> <laughs> Barack Obama, if you're listening, if you're, go ahead and tell a friend. If you're, if you're Review us on iTunes. <laughs> Get the word out. Uh, um. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. yeah, so we're explaining this movie to aliens. To aliens. To now aliens. you you've done some technical writing, mm. so you might be decent at explaining just, some of the like some of the shit. No, I just would take the author of the book and say, explain the premise. <laughs> take like, Christopher. Everybody, Priest. run! He's gonna die. <laughs> 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 if they're not happy with your product, that's on you, man. <laughs> <laughs> your book can't be read by aliens what good is it yeah if you can't explain Chris. this to all beings i'm sorry yeah yeah it's just not you deserve to die to i mean yeah. you signed up for this you wrote that first page first words all authors should know <laughs> that's the risk <laughs> that you take. it's essentially a death sentence mm-hmm. i don't i mean we yeah. have to start holding these authors accountable for writing <laughs> right? books Am I right? that can't be read by aliens the next step is is one more so like this is a lie that we like magic mm-hmm. is a lie that we like and we made a, a lie about a lie that we like in which the characters lie to each other a lot because they're angry at each other so it's like a lie about a lie about lies because we want to be the best at lying yes basically oh, it's about two people who want to be the best at mm-hmm. lying that's yeah. a, that's yeah. actually a really good summary of this movie yeah a lie about a lie about two people that want to be the best at lying yeah or three people that want to be the best at lying, really. Mm. Yeah. Well, because one of them is yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, because there's two Bordens. Right, because right. right. I was talking. <laughs> right, right, right. I was thinking of the twins, but yeah, <laughs> you're also a character in this. I don't. I forgot that part where the movie holds up a mirror to the audience <laughs> and is like, "Now you're in the scene." <laughs> Now all your folks at home, it's Mirrorovision. <laughs> Hold up your mirrors, folks, and you can be in the movie too. God damn it! Yeah. Where's that technology? There are twins, huh? I mean, but there's all. So let's consider Tesla. what kind of alien, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you let's were consider. trying to explain this to, I don't know, what's a good alien that you'd actually be holding the conversation with? Ben, let me ask you, what's a bad alien? Yeah. Yeah. What? It, which aliens are you specifically discriminating I mean, against? The movie aliens. I can't picture mm. holding a conversation with a xenomorph, unless you're trying to relate to that. Would you say it's because you're xenomorphophobic? <laughs> I feel like we would have to relate to the alien from Aliens based on the other mouth that came out. That would be our. <laughs> <laughs> that would be our in into trying to like you know how you have a mouth that comes out of your mouth. This is like. A lie. <laughs> like, 
So yeah, there no there are there are levels to what the the way the world works. Yeah, right. there's a face value, and then there's the secret behind it. And there's a, face a small hugger. mouth. That's exactly. There's what I'm a small truth yeah. mouth inside our bigger lie mouth. Can I just real quick pitch an idea that I've never had before, but I hope comes up in the next Alien movie? Absolutely. Uh, is that little mouth that pops out of the big mouth just a microphone you can speak into <laughs> to talk to the rest of the body? Like it doesn't have regular ears; it only hears through the little microphone it spits out. So really, those aliens were just interviewing people. Yeah, they're trying to get. They were trying to figure out what the fuck was going on, and we didn't speak uh, their language. That makes sense. That's, yeah, yeah, uh, it checks out. <laughs> what are you trying? To- <laughs> That's really good. I need to watch those movies again. Those poor aliens. They just wanted to know. Right? Investigative journalism. Oh man. man, it's about ethics and aliens journalism. <laughs> I, I'll never not find that funny. No, it's still good. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Um. So lies upon lies yeah, upon lies. Yeah. That would be the real uh, the hurdle. Right. Right. Would be d- explaining w- ultimately not how it works because right. the structure of how it works is pretty straightforward. If you put it on paper, it's like. We can outline the plot of this movie sure. and it make it about humans that have a little bit of technology because these are aliens that have come to our planet. They understand duplication, I assume, or at least 3D printing or something. Like right. Yeah. You could be like, he's just 3D printing new hymns. It's okay. <laughs> uh, like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But the, rea- the uh-huh. real struggle would be when they ask why do you why did someone spend hundreds of thousands of dollars right. making this and then all of you spend money to watch this hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> at a the couple, time a couple thousand dollars yeah just like a couple a thousand. 2005 film <laughs> starring Hugh Jackman Christian Bale and Michael Caine and yeah. Scarlett Johansson directed by Christopher Nolan a few thousand bucks a few thousand bucks it Tossed was like in a few thousand <laughs> yeah yeah, you're, a couple you're right. grand. Oh, David Bowie and Andy Circus can't forget oh, them. Yeah, no, that's pro bono. Andy Circus, no, they worked on a pro Andy bono. Andy Circus post Lord of the Rings too. Yeah, but so. pre Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah, good point. Diminished his box office <laughs> pre, value. Pre Oscar buzz. Uh, it still bums me out. Oh, poor little bum. Speaking of my poor little bum, uh, what the fuck are we talking about? Well, I think we pretty much figured out how to explain I mean, this to aliens. Yeah. So it would just be sort of just the abstract mind. concepts of why the characters are doing what they're doing yeah. Yeah. to entertain people. And I think, Absolutely. yeah, I think we found that universal language yeah. that's going to translate yeah. any aliens, Absolutely. whether it's alien from aliens, predator. Yeah. 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 Uh, E.T. Yeah. E.T. loves lying. Right. Well, and I feel like the predator would really get it because the predator gets lying. Because oh, he absolutely. like he has that cloaking device. Yeah, and prestidigitation. He's essentially just being invisible all the yeah, time. That's right. fun. Yeah, <laughs> he's a magician basically, like, but he kills people. <laughs> he's a murderous magician. Yeah, and you guys, we mm-hmm. really need to make another predator. But in this <laughs> one, he's got a lot of pizzazz. <laughs> yeah. So wait. So <laughs> so he in, hired Tesla. So in Alien versus Predator Two, mm-hmm. which already exists, already exists. Alien versus don't Predator yeah. Three, don't, don't which already exists. No. No. Okay. So we're gonna make that the Predator is an ambitious magician an ambition <laughs> and the alien <laughs> is an investigative journalist <laughs> and essentially we've made the illusionist which is about <laughs> a person that claims to have supernatural abilities and a 
detective that's trying to out that person for oh it. my god we just remake the illusionist so we, <laughs> but it's just it's just the main two roles one of them is the predator and one of them is the alien and other than that it's completely the same but then they also have to murder people throughout True. and paul giamatti still plays the alien paul giamatti and he would do great oh yeah he would yeah. he would do great yeah ben he would do great <laughs> i'm just thinking of a mini Paul Giamatti head popping. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> That'd be like the poster for the movie Cold Souls. And in a Russian voice <laughs> attacking somebody. <laughs> uh, yes. <But> verbally. <laughs> I used to be. <laughs> I used to be. <laughs> oh, I no. had the smaller mouth inside. That's, fuck that. Mm. <laughs> I haven't seen The Illusionist in a while. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been a long time since I've seen The Illusionist. Uh, yeah. But, in other words, we have a movie to make. No. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. President, uh, Barack Obama, if you could see your way clear to pointing us in the direction of some of your big Hollywood liberal donors to just give us some money to make this this movie that we've just pitched you. I know this has been a long con. This isn't really a podcast. <laughs> we've been duping you for five episodes, four or five episodes, however many episodes. We've We're been duping sorry. you. We're so sorry. You've gotten really into it. Sir, I'm so sorry. And we'll keep making it. You know what? Sure, just for you. We'll keep making it just for you. And we won't release it to anybody else. <laughs> just you and Michelle and I guess Sasha and Malie if they feel like it. Yeah. And at a dinner party if you want to play it but you can't make any money out of it. Hey, and very, if you want very strict fair use. If you want agreements. Joe if you want Joe in on the room, I mean, yeah, that's fair. I would always, I would, I would, I would appreciate a heads up so we can say hi. And so I know to adjust my jokes a little bit <laughs> for Joe Biden's sense. Get more ears. train jokes in yeah, there. Yeah. Or uh, skiing jokes. Skiing. Dude loves uh, to ski. Does he really? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we want to make this movie so bad. We do want to make this movie so bad. Um, but we did figure out how to explain the prestige to aliens, right? We did. Yeah, we did. I'd okay, say good. I'd say uh, I'd say that's uh, that's uh, a context done. Blam, blam, <laughs> you guys. That's four contexts. Do you know what that means? What does it mean? It means we are done. We did them all. We did all the ones we're doing today. <laughs> nice. So congratulations, you guys. Hey, you know what? Hey. Thank you so much for joining me on this little prestigious adventure. Ooh, nice. nice. Yeah. Prestigitation. Prestigitation. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes. Uh, I would like to uh, welcome you all to Contextual Deviants. We're starting the episode again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, I would like to extend a special thank you to my special guests, special friends and special special thanks special to to, to david gucci hey that's me yeah thank you wow. and a special thanks to the very special <laughs> benjamin bradley there it is, catchphrase. Oh, he hasn't been here the whole time. It's just, he, he's just been saying, he said hi at the beginning. Now he said hi at the end, and then it was yeah, another guy yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah, he was upstairs. He was upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, that's that's another episode of Contextual Deviance. Join us again next time for a different movie. And in the meantime, any final words, everybody? Bye. What? Final words. She did not cheat on the test. For it was not the right thing to do. <laughs> All right. I just want to say that, like, I'm trying to explain the prestige to E.T. 
and I feel like he's crushed. <laughs> <laughs> he had such high hopes. <laughs> and he's trying to fix me, but the finger just doesn't work. <laughs> I'm just going to pull that sound clip. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna just gonna make that my ringtone. <laughs> Every time my phone goes up, he's trying to fix me, but the finger just doesn't work. Oh, Ben's calling. Hey, ben. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviants. If you'd like to reach out to us online, you can find us on Twitter at Contextual Deviants or email us at contextualdeviants at gmail.com. Special thanks to Minneapolis' own The Bad Man for the use of the song Gun Tonic off of their album Ain't Clean. Uh, thank you very much for listening. I've been your host, Christian Hagen. Have a nice day. Have a nice day.